in the cold stillness of the Alaskan forests are the remnants of hectic city living and dangerous work. And the man who couldn't get enough of both. Robert, what did you do? Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. Where you need to be. That's what I was We're, with. You know why? <laughs> Somebody has PTSD from all my screaming in every episode. He's like, "Don't scream." You know how like Kid Fury screams used to scream. Bitch, you guessed it. Yes. Like I oh. gave you the crystal PTSD like real quick. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna." That's what I won't do. <laughs> I won't do this every episode. But we are back, and I once again have to apologize because I made the promise on episode four. Yeah, whatever. I made the promise on episode four that we would not be late again, but that promise was ill-placed because we are, in fact, late again. Listen, I have shows, I'm booked, I'm busy, you know, <laughs> pencil me in, I'm Beyonce, it is what it is. So Same. we're here. I'm a student again, and that's something I'm learning to navigate all over again, and... uh I'm working a lot. You know, I've got three podcasts up in the air right now, a fourth one on the way. We're popular people, and there's not much you could do about it. There's not much you could do about it, but there is something you can do about killing people, and that's where we are. Yes. What we need to do, um, and this is a fun segue, we need to start uh, hunting down (laughs) some time to really uh, get everything done. That was so cheesy. That was cheesy. That was... That was cheesy. Whatever, dude. I don't. I didn't know how else to do it, but this is episode five of What Did You Do? And this week we are covering Robert Hansen. Yes, aka the the Butcher Baker. The worst. I hate that name, Butcher Baker. It just. I just didn't even get it. Butcher anybody? I I don't even get it. Like he, I guess he did have a knife for some. He but stabbed he a, a few people. Yeah, like it wasn't. Butcher implies slicing, cutting, gutting. Like mm-hmm. that's more reserved for a Dean Coral than a. <laughs> it could have been the Hunter Baker. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know the acne baker, the human veal. I don't. I don't. I human don't. Human veal. You know, because like deer is. Like, there's got to be. There's got to be some kind of baking term that plays well. Um, I don't think there is. With the neat. The, no, that doesn't make any sense either cookie the there's, cookie cutter there's nothing there's nothing <laughs> the baking cutter. and hunting doesn't that's exactly really go where he hand. is robert hansen's the cookie cutter for the rest of this episode <laughs> i don't care what anyone says the cookie cutter is what i said but he didn't <laughs> once again he didn't really stab anyone he didn't cut anybody, but there's no such thing you can't shoot anything in bakery that's what i said it doesn't go together unless you start very... making no that doesn't even make sense either whatever so robert hansen here we go we're back on our bullshit apparently and <laughs> We can't agree on a fun name. I don't even, I don't he's not even gonna have a voice. He doesn't even have a voice in my head because he's so stupid. I just and, think about his acne, really. See, I think and acne I think... scars can be cute. <laughs> Listen, there's I, I've got. I don't have a type. You know, what's not cute trying to cover up those acne scars with makeup. So with no. concealer, as a makeup right. artist, it's not cute. Well, that's why you got to do the proactive shit first. You got to go that route. You clean yourself up. <laughs> It takes a few months, but then by the time you're done some Accutane, clean yourself up, and then you start using Fenty Beauty products. Do you products. know how different his life would have been if they had Proactive back in the day? Um, You know what? I feel like they did. I feel like Proactive's been it around was, for a long time. No, <laughs> this, is, this is 
like, look, I've been alive for 28 years, and I think Proact has been around for like 25 of them. So I mean, it, okay, there had to be there but, had to be a prereq or prerequisite. There had to be a precursor or a harbinger of proactive at some point. Maybe he couldn't afford it. I mean, to be he had a fucking plane and a baker's salary. But that's later on, and that's in Alaska. We're talking about like his parents buying poor little Robert proactive, but we're going to his acne pizza face in a little bit. Uh, whatever, sure. So <laughs> <laughs> here we are. We're talking about Robert. Robert Hansen. Robert Christian Hansen, which That's is such a, name. a fun name. It's actually it, a really it, nice name. It sounds name. like you could have been a producer or director by Robert Christian Hansen. Or, like or a he, rapist. I mean, that's what like those three, like John Wayne Gay. When I think of like three names, three I'm like, names. I'm like, you might be a murderer, rapist, killer person. Like you just might be a horrible human being, or you could be a president. You could be, you could be. I don't know. Are there three named presidents? There has to be. We could have had one. Who could have been Hillary Rodham Clinton. But we, you know, what are we gonna do? Like, never, yeah, <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of three name presidents actually. William Howard Taft. Um, I think that was his name. Might not be. That, that, yeah, you're right. Um, Abraham Rodham Lincoln. Boy, 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 boy. Anyway, Robert Christian Hansen <laughs> was born in Esterville, Iowa, in 1939. The son of Danish immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just thinking about fucking Abraham <laughs> Ronald Lincoln. Lincoln. The reach, yo, you've been reaching for the last. Well, hour. we also know that. I mean, they both have said some really insensitive things about brown people, and Lincoln had said some really insensitive things about black people while abolishing slavery for the sake of monetary um, capital and gain. But that's neither here nor there. This and is, not this podcast. Thank you, History it. Channel. Either way, he was born. He's the, the son of uh, Danish immigrants, and he. Was, and he wanted to become a baker, you know? And he was a thing, because his daddy was a baker. Daddy was a baker. Which is sweet, which means he might have been a little sweet. His daddy might have been a little sweet. But his We daddy... like the sweetness on this podcast. Baker, candy. Just right. His young. daddy was, in fact, not sweet. His daddy was probably a piece. He's actually a piece of shit. Yeah. His dad pretty much scarred him. Pretty much? And <laughs> you know who else had scars? What else had scars? His face. But those are acne scars. Like, they're... <laughs> You could do a lot with soap and water in the the seventies to eighties. To be honest, well, I'm sorry, not that this is the thirties. So the forties, fifties. He could you could do a lot with soap and water. There was a lot of um, alcohol, like um, rubbing alcohol was a kind of isopropyl alcohol, whatever the cleaning agent is, mm-hmm. where they did a lot of drying out of the skin and moisturizing. There was a lot he could have done. I just think he was lazy. He was a petty thief at some point, but the one thing he didn't steal skincare products. So, poor choices, priorities is what I'm saying. You have to have them set up right. Anyways, poor Robert. <laughs> he was a skinny, painfully shy kid. He Cute. Had, he was in oh. high school. That was my type. Shut up. But oh. <laughs> again, like I. Anyways, <laughs> you like the stutterers too? I do love speech impediments. What? <laughs> Show's over. Time, All right, guys. Time out. I really, you don't, I think stutters can be really endearing. I, I've gone on a date. Never mind. End of, we'll wrap it up. We'll resisting it. the urge to be problematic. Here no, I am. We'll tag that. We'll tag that at the end of the episode. I'm like, by the way, the date went well. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it didn't matter. Go. And like we've been saying for like the past five minutes, he had a severe case of acne that left him permanently scars. In the later years, he called him his face one big pimple. 
Which is fine, you know, like, as, as an adolescent, as a prepubescent teen, as a teenager, you're allowed to break out. Not everyone heals from acne. Everyone has different levels of acne. I was going to say, I think his was really bad. I mean, I was blessed enough never to have acne. Uh, bad acne. I feel like I did too, but like, I yeah. feel like I was, I sweat, I played basketball, so I feel like oh. I sweated a lot. And like, it was really hard to like not have irritated skin on your back, especially right. if you're sitting in a jersey for two hours and it's back and your sweat's like gluing the clothes to your back. Yeah, and it's probably like cheap polyester material. Of course it was. It, it's from, it wasn't the dry wicking. This isn't, yeah, fancy. this isn't 2018 NBA Nike jerseys. <laughs> right. This is where you can like scan a tag and it tells you everything about the player in the jersey. This isn't that. This is like 2004. Do they have that? Yeah, now they do. Oh. It's 2004, 2006. Like, <laughs> this is not. Well, they didn't say he played any sports, so and I like I said, I think his acne was severe. Well, yeah, because people bullied the hell out of him, and I think it added to the fact that he would look to hunting, and I think he started placing uh, the faces of his enemies on those little bunnies and deer that he was shooting down in Iowa. I just had a vision of him uh, popping a a vision of love of him popping a uh, pit bull. I don't I don't know why. Maybe maybe him shooting the rabbits and the fawns or fauna. Of the Iowan forests and trees, or he put pimples on each of their faces and then pop, pop, pop. I don't know. You know? I just got nauseous. Baker okay. pops. So cake pops. I mean, <laughs> I'm eh. bakers. I was like, I don't know. Cookie cutter bake pops. We'll find no, a nickname for them. Okay, like, so he. Can we talk? Did I, t- I said, I, th- I think I told you off, Mike, about the documentary I watched about him, and they had all these reenactments, and the guy who played him had like severe cakes, like. He had booty for days, and I was like, what are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think you're supposed to be checking out the murder in the documentary. That's not... Okay, I'll be be problematic, because there there were some angles of some murderers where I'm like, maybe. There's Remember the... uh, There was a guy recently um, who was attempted to kill his cousin's ex-husband. Do you remember this? I can't remember... It's not Elliot. It's not Elliot Rogers. Um, there's another. I'll I'll Google it another time. But he was strangely good looking. I did not expect him to be. And I was like, what is? Th-? I was like, what is happening? Well, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. I guess in high school, Robert would have got your attention, but he did not get any attention from these attractive girls. Um, he grew up hating all the girls. Um, he had you know fantasies of cruel revenge with all the girls that you know, uh, rejected him. He was you know, described as being quiet, a loner. And mm, like, sounds like a setup for a white boy to be a killer. He, because that's always I mean, the description, <laughs> description of each I and every mean, single. yeah. And he was, like, frequently bullied for this acne and the stutter. This is the Jake Nolan fellow I was talking about, the guy who, oh, like, hey. exactly, right? But you see he got kind of crazy eyes. You got to watch out for the crazy eyes. I want the when crazy have, eyes. This is, you are such a problem. <laughs> if <laughs> you turn up dead. I don't know why he went but on you, a date with crazy you, eyes. I love a little bit of crazy. There is nothing wrong with a little bit of crazy. I'm not talking full on, full blown mental illness. <laughs> like I'm not talking like schizoaffective disorder that's gone untreated for 15 years. I'm, <laughs> what I'm talking is like you're a little off because we're a little off. But like Jake Nolan, had I not known he took a sledgehammer to his cousin's husband's head, <laughs> I might have, I might have, I might have opened that door and walked through it. I mean. But you need to know that crazy I mean, crazy that. cancel out each other. <laughs> and he has the nerve to have a LinkedIn profile after he <laughs> After? After he tried to kill him. <laughs> what is that? We might have to cover him next week. 
We might. His case, his case was. But he, he looks like the douchebag in high school. He was. He was rich. Like oh, that's the thing. So he was a. Ri- he got. He got a. He looked like every douchebag I went through. Like, he got, he got manipulated into believing that he was something to someone who really wasn't, and that someone was hurting his family, and she had like kind of indoctrinated, imputed him with like these images and these feelings of like wanting to protect her and it became a whole thing. It was a great story. I don't know what I heard. I don't know if it was a podcast or a documentary. Maybe probably, we need to cover it then. We could do oh we should do like on a like a like a mini sode or something because it's Maybe. not that it's, it's not, not that, that deep of a story. Like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cut and dry. Um but it's a uh, God, it doesn't matter. Good looking good looking um actors and reenactments is not a thing. Um, but I'm like stuck uh, on it. Um, let's pray for uh, Shar and hope that he doesn't meet the wrong person. If that's what you're into, please pray for me. I mean, it gives me the Abal has been looking for the opportunity to go in investigation discovery to talk about my friend who dated the wrong person and ended up dead. Is that what you want? You I want mean, me dead? I'm just you, saying. I'm well, just saying. You also need to understand that I'm incredibly street I'm smart. I'm incredibly street <laughs> smart. So that's one thing that you don't you really have to worry about. I know ple- people in places. Again, right, right. first episode, my shooters come for free. So like, <laughs> there's going to be no point in time where I put myself in an unsafe situation that I am not prepared to get myself I out of. I just want to be interviewed on inter- investigation. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like I might, I might be uh, a party to something. Like I might be in there when it, he attempts to kill me. <laughs> But I will make it out alive. I'm ready to be like, so yeah, I told Sharna like to avoid these people and unfortunately met the wrong guy. I told him to look out for crazy eyes, but he just said And then it just cuts it just cuts to me and like real life footage outside of a McDonald's like you got to whoop my ass to get that out of me. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, oh my god! He's like, we're here, we're seeing it happen live. It's like Nightcrawler the movie. Someone just runs up to me. What's happening right now? Homeboy tried to stab me. He tried to run up on me, right? And I was like, oh, we right get the here. world star footage because you know somebody <laughs> exactly. in this town with the world star. World star! And he pulls the footage. I'm like, it's like really right in the middle of my Mac Junior. You're gonna try to kind of run through me, bro? Really? You're gonna try to shoot me while I'm eating my sweet and sour nuggets? And sh- okay, we're a bet. It's like, like no, but Don't. like ghetto episode of snapped ever. And, I, and i hope so <laughs> but you know what i always told my you have you ever watched snapped and like watch these women go crazy over some ancient ass dudes and i'm like this makes sense <laughs> <laughs> right right i never i i most snap episodes like yeah yeah, bitch. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I would have done. I would done it cleaner than that. I, I mean, mean, you could have broke up, broke up with him. But I was like here a claw are. hammer. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, you could have just pushed him down the Rhymes steps and of, then left. You can't <laughs> premeditate a crime of passion. Exactly, so. but you have the the burden is on the burden is on the prosecution to prove premeditation that's not on you right like but once you, you make the claim like the, the burden there. of proof is always on the prosecution you always can't on the... sit there with like a like some rope get some tape and say it's pre- and say it's crime of passion no you could if 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 so you have a kit in your closet <laughs> no, just in case there are more than a, I, in my apartment right now are probably materials anyone could, would have in their house that you could use to clean up a crime scene if you needed to like we all have like I don't know. I don't. I don't have it in my apartment, but in the cellar in my home, like I know there's probably tarps and stuff. There's things everywhere that you could use to clean up because now you you come out of that state of like you know anger or whatever. You're like, oh, what did so I you're do? The cleanup needs to be better. The cleanup needs to be better because they always the weapon. The, is the like... cleanup and the lies are always what's bad. She's like, yeah. So I was at I was at the I was at the office, and then it's like, well, who punched in the alarm code? Because that's your specific. I don't know who was there. Then you got the nerve to have cameras outside your house. Like, well, who got in your car? 
And I think that's you. Like, no, I cut my hair differently. That's another black man. I don't know who that is. Like, no, you got to be better than that. So if I was on an episode of Snap, it doesn't matter. Um, Back to Robert. Because I feel like I'm turning everyone off to me if there was ever a thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, you know what? I'm not Maybe gonna... not Charnel. So you, you talk about, no, they're like, Charnel is going to be the guy they talk about. And <laughs> so it was like, Connecticut resident Charnel was found today. I'll be on the show and be like, Charnel. What did you do? <laughs> After a two-day manhunt, I'm like, look, it was a mistake. <laughs> he jumped way too quick while I was slipping my my milkshake, and here we are. I was, World star. I was raised in the trap. You can't just make sudden movements. Like, what are you doing? No, I'm joking. I'm amazed by people who get away with murder now. But anyway, Robert Hansen, he, uh, yeah, took, his, yeah. he took his pie fa- pizza face ass <laughs> onto Stutter. the military at some point. Yeah, he, he went to the um, <laughs> Army Reserve. And served for one year before being discharged. So that was short-lived. And then he went uh, on to be an assistant drill instructor and uh, John Smith. <laughs> that's not funny. That's <laughs> Problematic! That's an underage <laughs> sex joke. and That's, that's not just be not funny. Because that's the, it's, historically, Pocahontas was underage. John Smith was a grown-ass, rusty dude. Mm, yeah. Who, yeah. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, Disney... Pocahontas has a Me Too story. Oh, that's not funny. I mean, technically. But either in Pocahontas, Iowa, is where he was a drill instructor. And in there, he met, he began a relationship with a late adolescent girl because he's inappropriate. And they married in 1960. She and has a Me Too story, too. And, you know, you can't find the name of this woman anywhere. Because you shouldn't. And, like, I mean, she should be allowed to live, Flora. I'm sure she's alive. She's oh, alive, yeah, She probably. might not be. To be honest, well, she's young. She was a lot younger, younger. than he was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because he, he, what, he lived to be 75, 74. He lived to mm-hmm. be 74. So mm-hmm. she might be a good, like, 68 right now. Maybe. Like, watching. She's up there watching ID, like, oh, that I can't believe ex. I laid up with that. <laughs> like, this dude out here fucking up. <laughs> like, really, Robert? Really? At least she didn't have kids. 17. <laughs> <laughs> At least she didn't have kids. You don't want to procreate with a murderer. There are several people in the world. Like, I know... And don't, I mean, I do know people in jail for a murder, but like, mm-hmm. I do know the kids. Like, my mom was a, was a, not a crime lord, but she was a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And you know people and you, you become friends with the friends of, right, 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 <laughs> you right. know, with the kids of your mom's friends. So like, I know I have friends or childhood friends whose parents ended up going to jail for killing people. And I'm like, what's that like? And they're like, yeah, I, don't know, I visit them like once a month. It's whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Just don't tell anybody that's how, <laughs> like, we right, met. Right, right. I never introduced, like, yo, this is my boy. Just so you know, his mom went wild one day at a bar, stabbed the shit out of somebody. Like, it's never, <laughs> that's, that's like, not this, a good intro? We know each other from, from childhood. Like, we met when we were six. That's it's not like, a good how do you guys know each other? Our parents were buddies. How did they meet? <clears throat> Illicit criminal activity. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no big deal. But either way, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, on December 7th, 1960, the first major event occurred that would fit Hansen into the psychological profile of a developing serial killer. Woo! So, he wants a little revenge for being, like, nerd boy in school. He was, like, a little angry about it still <laughs> at this time. I'm like, get over it already. And so he went and burned down um the bus. Bus station? Bus garage. Bus station. Yeah, bus garage of Pocahontas, Iowa. Like I said, burn it down. That's my reaction burn to almost everything. Like We might as well burn it down and build a new one. He should have just burned down Pocahontas, Iowa and bu- built a new one and renamed it something else that's less problematic. Don't highlight the the girl who was taken advantage yeah, you of. Know, by, you know why people would name that shit Squanto or something else. Like, I would take, I would take a squ- Squanto. 
<laughs> if they would just name if they could if they could name it Irwin, Iowa, because I'm sure there's an Irwin, Iowa. White people love naming things after people they killed. And like mm, Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> so he forced a sixteen year old employee of a breaker to help him light this bus station on um, fire. Gotta employ the kids. You know what? You always gotta find someone who's just as angry as you. And it's not hard to find an angry teenager. <laughs> but the angry teenager turned him in. <laughs> because you like, can be Look. angry and ha- and have a conscience. I, <laughs> I have a conscience. I Unfortunately, guess. like here we are. I would be like, you're on your own. But to hold that resentment from like your like childhood into adulthood, and like I'm gonna burn down the bus station. What? Well, let's 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 unpack this a little bit. So, <laughs> social work time. Right. So what happens a lot is much like kids. It's like starving. It's the analogy. So when you have kids who are starving, you like or kids who are incredibly sick. If you're incredibly, if you have the flu, like flu is killing everybody out here. Um, hide your, hide your husbands, hide your wives, cause the flu is really out, influenza is really out here fucking us up. Um, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, a path to recovery, a path to healing, right? So if you, you're taking your Sudafeds or what, what do people take for flu? Antibiotic? I don't know what they do. I'm not a doctor. But the point is that you come back from it somehow. And same thing with emotional damage and emotional abuse. You have to be, on a path to recovery, you have to have doctors, therapists working through this with you so you can recover from it. The problem with the fucking 40s, 50s, and 60s is that no one talked about mental health issues until it was too late. Somebody was dead or somebody was abused before. So, you know, it's so not- I guess he needed a Dimetap for his emotional issues. I didn't get it. Robitussin like a motherfucker. And <laughs> he just didn't get it. And if you don't, if you don't find healing or closure to these emotional abuses as a kid or as you're growing those things are going to stay with you you're going to cope wrong unhealthily and irresponsibly you're going to do things irresponsibly you're going to you're just going to affect your relationships with people and how you see people because people are dangerous people are evil like all these things are especially because he he's going to go and further in life he's going to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder like all these things are going to compound themselves and end up doing shit like let's burn down a garage just because so and nobody was even in the motherfucker like if you were that's gonna, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> What that that is specifically like where was the logic? <laughs> like nobody was even in there. Like, this goddamn school bus. They bullied me in the school bus every day. I would burn down the school. Like that's where I would got fuck a school bus garage. Like I you know, I would blow up Char, a school you're bus. You're gonna need a good lawyer <laughs> after this show. I'm just saying, if it, if had it been me, <laughs> if it had, what are you, OJ? If it was me, had, had I, it been, had, had I, had if done I it. had done the crime with the glove, if, with I, the- if what had happened was actually what they were saying about me, I would have hit everything here. No, I'm not. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not. A, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a killer. But don't push me. It's not the song. Because I'm close. To the <laughs> I'm not a lot of. I'm not. A, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a criminal. Um, I could be, but why? Like. <laughs> It's life is so much easier outside of prison. I'm too messy to be <laughs> so, a criminal. I would not. I mean, I would be the worst prisoner in the world too. My defiant ass. I'd probably die within two days. <laughs> like, soon as someone's like, "Give me your fruit cup." <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so what it. you're not gonna do is take my fruit cup because you see this fruit cup here is mine, and I, I waited a lot for it. I was like, feel fell. free to reach onto my tray and take this fruit cup and see that that don't be your ass, and then boom. All for a fruit crust. Shanked in the shower behind Today? some some aged pineapples. <laughs> like Today, just... blank resident died in blank, blank inmate, county jail. Inmate number 9481. <laughs> Come on, Beyonce references. 
Either way, so he turned him, so the teenager turned himself in. Hanson was sentenced to three years in prison. He only served 20 months for good behavior. But at the same time, that young wife who was smart enough to get the hell out filed for divorce against him while he was incarcerated. You got to leave him while they get locked up. Don't stay. (laughs) If your husband does reckless things like light a school bus garage on fire, do not stay. For our 50th sidebar, have you seen Love After Lockup? Okay, so. Listen. <laughs> no, don't say anything because I just started watching it. One, I'm in love with Garrett. Don't care what anyone says. Uh, I mean, he is hot for a boy. <laughs> no, he's just hot for a felon, you know? And, <laughs> whatever. I'm in love with Garrett. Um, his, his girlfriend's stupid. Andrea is a fucking mess. Andrea is. The black Mormon. Mormon girl. Listen. Who is doing everything but fucking. And then, oh my God. She's like, we're going to do everything up until what's not. How the holy. hell you had three kids? Talk about, I don't do Well, that. you just spoiled that for me because I didn't know she had three kids. I, oh, miss, I must have missed there? that. That was in episode one. Did you finish episode one? I was falling asleep through most. I was watching uh, it on the Wii TV, right? It's on yeah, the, yeah. on the app on my on phone. Me too. Me, same, same. And I was like, oh, this is great. Thank you, Crystal, for like letting me know about this because she live tweeted. And I, I found like, it on Jaden XD. No, I was sitting here it's like, Crystal really got me up here watching these dumb women and dumb dudes dating people that were in like... Like okay, so, I like how they didn't just do black people though. I like how they. Brought I mean, because the majority it doesn't matter. We're not going to get <laughs> statistics yet, but I it's sidebar. Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it. I love Love After Lockup because it's so it. wild. Yeah, the fact that he was getting it on in that car wash. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Ooh, he just I got he was out." Cute. And then she, first, she, you do a lot. She was she was doing a hell of a lot at that drive through at the car wash. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want the works? He don't want your works, honey. Right? Like, she but you kind of see why these women pick guys in lockup, like because you can't crazy. go. But you also can't go nowhere, right? You, I know you. In, I know you're gonna be in in civil something institution. Uh, I was correctional facility. I'm just giving up names because my Civil War posters on the wall. Civil correctional facility from 2018 to 2022. You ain't you in there with Bubba and Ruffa and all these other dudes in there. You ain't leaving, right? You might be having to give it up a little bit. There but... are still though <laughs> guards that are female, so. I mean, there are plenty of prison guards, correctional officers that yeah. end up pregnant, right? <laughs> So he's like, but, but I'm it's like I'm impotent. Oops. <laughs> this is a miracle. Mary right? and Jesus. Miracle Don't miss Mary. Christmas trying to figure out who the daddy is. Just know that Jesus has blessed us. <laughs> yeah, but black Mormon girl is a mess. And oh, so God. Is anyway, sidebar number twenty seven, we're out of it. So right. in nineteen sixty seven, <laughs> Robert Hansen, he moved to Anchorage, Alaska with his second wife, whom he had married in nineteen sixty three. Now we also have to start kind of building up to is that at this point in time, Alaska was really kind of um it was becoming a, a destination because there was a lot of space. Mm-hmm. It was a growing, um, I wouldn't call it a metropolis because it's no, not. No. But the the city living was there was nice. I mean, it's dark all the time. I mean, who wouldn't want that? But also in the time that he was, um, perpe- you know, perpetrating these things, you know, mm-hmm. the Alaskan, the transatlantic, the trans-Alaskan pipe, oil pipeline was being built with the oil crisis in the 1970s that was coming up. And, you know, at this point, like, American oil was starting to dry up. Right. Oil prices was rising. And right. they were like, we need, and we need a solution to this. So the plans to, you know, drill and dig and create a pipeline became a, became a thing. So Alaska became a destination for people who ain't had no hoops for unskilled workers and things like that. So a lot of people ran to Alaska from Hawaii, from California, from Washington. It was a thing. Right. 
So Sorry. he he decided to go up there and <laughs> reach for a new life. He he wanted some change. He needed to get away from all his memories of his pimple popping acne days. So he went up there, and shortly after, um, with, well, he went with his second wife. He, yeah, he who he that, procreated yeah. with twice. Yeah, he had two poor kids boys. With him, so poor boys. Poor, poor children. I'm just thinking, like, if he had acne that bad, like, oh God, they're probably so stressed out. They probably started popping, like, popping up like pepperoni faces, and oh, mm. I, oh, I whip my dad's ass. Mm. Like, oh God, Skin those care. genetics. Skincare. They, his kids. Oh, oh yeah. my God, what are they up right, to? Maybe you get it. From, I'm gonna have to Google that. Maybe. The, you of got course, it from... they probably changed their names and went into hiding. They're probably living in Connecticut right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're probably they've probably been our teachers. They've been our they've been our doctors, our lawyers, lawyers. <laughs> Hope not. Um, so while in Anchorage, he became like a little popular. He, he he changed. He got his popularity. He was always looking for his. He was well liked by his neighbors. He won, you know, several local hunting championships. He was doing better. He was doing his thing. Broke you know, records. he found his lane. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. Some guys hold out. Yeah. Hold out for your hold out for your Beyonce moments. Move you know, to Alaska. Don't know, but don't, <laughs> there's still nothing there. But it's, it's it's like dark for like 16 hours. But understand, like you guys, like hold out, find your lanes, find things that are find things that are fun for you that you enjoy doing, and do them around people that are gonna enjoy you. You and know, don't hunt people. Yeah. I mean <laughs> what. I mean, it's a new it's a new day and age in America. We the purge might be coming. I was gonna say that's like very purgy. <laughs> that's very purgy. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, so he um was imprisoned in nineteen seventy seven, so I guess he could never For dumb shit. For theft of a chainsaw and diagnosed with um bipolar disorder. And he was prescribed lithium. Lithium is um it's old school. It's but very it's also, old school, but, but like it's, you, it's very like you have to like watch the person that's on it. Um, they need to get like tested for like levels in their blood. And Poisoning. So yeah, lithium, <laughs> lithium is very old school. It's, it's I mean lithium was lot. unfortunately effective, um, but the problem with lithium tended to be the uh, the side effects, and yeah. the side effects tend to be changes in personality right. and you know changes in physical characteristics and like you know body weight changes and different. Uh, I think I think at one point I read a study of something about allergies changing, like things like that. Like it was weird. Like lithium does wild things to your body right, if right. you take it's too not, much like, of that's it. what they have to keep a close eye. i knew some people who were taking it like now so um, he got prescribed uh but he was like but he wasn't officially like maybe it would have ordered helped, to take the medicine because <laughs> like maybe as part of, sometimes as part of because this is also back in the day when like people went to prison um specifically more mostly white folks went to prison to be rehabilitated and so a lot of judges would be ordered as a part of rehabilitation to be prescribed and put on some kind of medication regimen and he was never officially ordered by the court to take his meds uh so he went to prison as he, he should have for he, stealing he a chainsaw should have taken his meds, just so. right so by <laughs> so he got out after serving a year and by then he uh <laughs> Then he, that's when he had babies. Pop, pop, two kids and opened a bakery after his release. In a downtown mini mall. Yeah. He lived his, he lived across town from his wife and children who knew nothing. Nothing about what nothing. he was doing. Which is, I, I wish I hid things well. Cause I don't. I don't and, think I would like, my husband goes hunting all the time. Well, and that question, like, what, you never brought home anything. Well, not all hunters are hunters 
for like a purpose or for substance hunt a lot of people hunt just for the sake of killing things oh, like I mean, they could stuff it like what i would have questions i have i've had history with someone who lived in like west virginia we talked about it yeah who family was all about hunting yeah. yeah and i'm like that's gross to me like i don't want to eat squirrel i don't want to eat turtle soup no like what kind of shit are you i don't need right. you to stuff and can things and i'm not going to eat something you killed in your backyard and you put in a can on the shelf for two years that's disgusting to me mm-hmm. but what i will not do either is kill things just to say i did it and then walk home like i accomplished something if i was going to take something out it'd be a trash ass administration but whatever sidebar there's a show on netflix <laughs> that was like the chef's table strange no i hate that show that show was a snore uh like weird animal obsessions or something like that to the effect and they talk about people who roadkill like meals with roadkill. Oh, I, i've 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 heard of that yeah i told you i like, was watching the 72 life. most dangerous uh animals in south america night <laughs> because what who sleeps Why not? <laughs> and i was like I, did you know how dangerous orcas are <laughs> how dangerous the assassin bug is what <laughs> like doesn't matter back to robert hansen yes uh where are we double life so yeah. robert hansen this is the thing so robert hansen had a lot of anger yeah towards, towards women towards women and we see this a lot with serial killers um who target specifically target women a lot of serial killers target women because they um are seen as weaker um easily uh we would it depends on what uh, occupation they're in if this for instance, instance it tends to be sex workers and um exotic dancers is the kind word for it um i mean if you're i mean do use this but they tend to uh, kind of hold over like we said there's no healing that came from it his idea of getting of closure was burning down a garage right uh so like of course he at this point he's still harboring these really ill and angry feelings towards women because just like la rogers how come no one wants to love me it's because you look like an italian restaurant on a friday night <laughs> that's why no one like <laughs> And that's not your fault. That is not your fault. I'm sorry, Robert. That it happened to you. That people didn't like you. And people were mean. But kids are assholes, and they always will be. Right. <laughs> but well, I mean, he some... got married and twice and had two kids, so it's not like you didn't get the puss. Like you. Well, it's you not even about. Out. It's not even about getting puss. It probably says a lot about how happy he was with who he married. Right. And the fact that he failed the first time, Maybe he probably all feels like that. Faces. The first wife left him when he was going through the one of the worst times of his life. He was in locked up. For the first time. And she bounced. So he's like, oh, so women just trash now. She was also like maybe like 17 and had better things to do. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> so what you also, so what in this double life of Robert Hansen, uh, he would abduct women and take them to remote places outside the city. Sometimes driving them. And other times he would fly this fucking private plane that somehow he afforded on a baker's pay. And I don't know how good his cakes were, but apparently he was mixing these shits with cocaine and methamphetamine so, because people kept coming but back. But here's the thing. Them. Like, I, my friend did research, like, old friend. Not friend. Anyways. My <laughs> friend did research in Alaska for um, her PhD. And there's nothing to do but drink there. So if you're drinking, you're probably doing little drugs. You get hungry. You get the munchies. You go to the bakery. And that's how I think he was making his money. Well, I, that's I, my theory. That's my theory. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. I, I mean, mean, Robert uh, Hansen was not stable or dull altogether. But I think that, uh, <laughs> I guess so. So he would, uh, so his, his kind of, uh, modus operandi, his MO here would be to. It's fancy. Right? It's, it's the word. It's what MO stands for. I, I was like, you know this. Why are you acting like it's fancy? <laughs> his motive is 
him, what what drove him really was his hatred of women, and he would kidnap. So what he would do is he would go to uh he'd go downtown Anchorage, see to a an, titty bar, to a titty bar. That's very old school. I just I know. like I just like calling them I that. Know, I to Strip say clubs. Um, and he would go and he Let's would go to the city bar. And obviously, a lot of and this again, this is this is the time where people were coming to the city because it was booming, mm-hmm. and people were coming to get away or something. And uh, he was looking for people who people wouldn't miss. It's Imagine hard to go missing when no one knows. In Alaska and the heater stops working in the bar. Well, then I'm sure people just go home. <laughs> <laughs> like. But like, like oh. that's hard nipples, so that may be. A- no, they just go home because okay. nobody wants frozen puss. <laughs> but this is also the point in time where again people were flo- like flocking to Anchorage, Alaska, and so of course, like people who were who wanted a new start from California or trying to get out of fucking Montana, because who the hell wants to go? Who wants to go to Alaska from Montana and California? It doesn't matter. So you would go, <laughs> you would go to these places, and there are a lot of people who they don't know where people went. They didn't know. Th- so you want to find people who aren't going to be missed, and these were these exotic. Dancers. They were these sex workers who needed to be able to make ends meet. So you did whatever you need to do. What? And to this day, no, I'm just saying, and to this day, like that's still a thing where sex workers and, you know, women that work in strip clubs, they're, they're very much targeted because they oh, know yeah. that they're on the outskirts of society. The People, fringe. yeah. Oh, you French folks. You're still fancy. <laughs> Hashtag FF, not Final Fantasy or Follow Friday, but French folks. I'm going to call them that from now on. Continue. <laughs> they're still on the outskirts of society and i refuse to say your term um because i guess it's yours i mean you're you're entitled to your wrong opinions and things so like <laughs> do what you gotta do so they're still very much targeted to this day and that's what exactly what he did i mean not being able to really speak to women was a big factor as well so you know i'm gonna target these women who are gonna say yes to my money exactly and they don't have to talk they, they, they have, have to, to talk anything. to me now because the thing about sex workers too is that you want you want to imply companionship without right. actually having to follow through and commit to the actual um, expectations of it. So you, you've seen the movies where you're like, hey, daddy, looking for a good time. You need some company. And these lonely men who have never really had to woo women are like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> and so but even then they need the money. So if you right. flaunt, I think um, uh, and one of his victims that got a, actually what did you say? Three hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred dollars in the eighties. Yeah. Like two hundred dollars now, and you might get me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So like the point was, like he offered her two hundred dollars for some oral sex, and she was like two hundred dollars, which I think probably translates to like five hundred something now, which is a lot of money to do some things with your mouth. But like a Grand Theft Auto like video game, it didn't turn out the way that she thought. All that well. So if we're gonna talk about it. So now. We have the we have the preface. So Robert Hansen starts killing. You're right. And so his his modus operandi, what he would do is he would he would abduct these women. He, they'd get he, they'd get in his car and he would hold a gun to their head and be like, "This is what you're gonna do for me." And if they wouldn't cooperate, he would rape them anyway, mm-hmm. and he would release them into the forest as he's driven away. And he'd hunt them while they're tied up and hunt them down like deer. Mm-hmm. Which uh, there is a there is. Do you remember as a kid? You were, we're almost, we're about, we're around the same age. So I'm sure it was the same, uh, story. There was, I think it was called like the most dangerous hunt or the, something like that. There was a, there was a book or a short story about a rich man who would invite friends and things over and like release them onto his grounds and make them think they were doing like a scavenger hunt, but he was actually hunting them. I vaguely remember that story. And like, that's what this story made me, I feel like this is what inspired that story. Maybe. 
and, and Grand Theft like, Auto. It's in Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto didn't inspire me in the eighties. It probably like no, like you're gonna like. You know, oh, I was like yeah. in the the fact that crime existed inspired no, Grand, no, Theft like, you know, Grand Theft Auto. You could get the prostitute and then like. No, I used to do that all the time because yeah, no, like, like okay, I want the I money. Want I just money I wouldn't even I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't take her anywhere. I would just walk up to a prostitute on the street and just punch her in the face. <laughs> I just just kick her, her until the money floated and flashed <laughs> green on the ground because it was like even it was just funny to beat up strangers and grandma because I didn't yeah. play the missions. Yeah, right, my goal was really to get five stars so that the army would come after me and then be like King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> no, that gave me like anxiety. I would be like one star. I'm like, no, I can't do this. I used to do I used to do the cheat codes where I would just like have unlimited ammo and stuff and unlimited like all the arsenal and all the guns and I would find there was this weird spot by the gentleman's club and it's like Grand Theft Auto like three or whatever mm-hmm. and there was like a route it was like a drive through like I don't know like a villa mm-hmm. whatever rooftop thing and I would block the entrance with a car mm-hmm. with a couple cars so and then jump over the wall wow. and be on a roof and just start picking up the police officers <laughs> and shooting down the helicopters with a grenade launcher <laughs> like I took that game way you, too we, serious we like, you, you made plans I did. That's how you have to play the game. I, anytime they did a time mission, I would be like, I'm done. I can't do like the time racing mission. I have I have a cousin who was like clutch really? at that stuff. And I, she'd watch me get frustrated. And she'd be like, do you want me to try? I just hand off the controller. Ten minutes later, she'd be done. Here you go. I'm I, like, thank you. I still have games that she could probably go. And that's just left. And there. whenever, it doesn't matter what game it was. As soon as I saw there's like, oh, there's a timer on it. Like, or you, like, you run out of breath or something yeah. like that. Because my anxiety, which yeah. I didn't know was anxiety at the time, yeah. would like make me so frustrated. I'd get so flustered. I'd be like, fuck. Same. And then you'd like take a nap and come back to it later. Right, but she would like, she'd like, let me do it. And she'd be so cool. I'd play Resident Evil games with her because I would freak the fuck out. She'd be like, let's play in the dark. Can and- I tell you about Resident <laughs> Evil? How I could not play that game. Like on the N64 when the zombies come from the ceiling of the like uh, oh, train God. First the of all, train throwback. yeah like N64 when you're on the train and they come yes. from like the nope I would die to this day I don't like zombies no I, I used to so the last time I played Resident Evil was Resident Evil 6 and I used to play with my ex uh, Brendan and that's a whatever he doesn't listen to this but <laughs> <laughs> and what he used to do he used to come over and like because we were reconnected this was like probably four years after we dated because um, we just reconnected and he's a good dude and he'd come over and he his he'd all he, his thing was whiskey. So he'd come over, he'd bring like some mixed drinks, he'd bring like some Seven Up and some some Sweet Grim Seven, and we'd like get drunk and play Resident Evil Six and eat pizza. <laughs> Yeah. And he was a vegetarian. He's not anymore. So it was like, we get like vegetable pizza, but it was like the most insane thing ever. And like playing that drunk was so liberating because Why? bitch, I was fucking Rambo. Like a <laughs> you could tell me shit. So it was like, Oh no, they're coming. I was like, <laughs> like I'd run ahead and like headshot, headshot. You go directly into the zombie. As soon as the horde was coming, I was like this superhero slow motion running towards <laughs> it. Like come on with me, some Absolutely Lord of the Rings Absolutely not. Type that, shit. Get, that show gives that game gives me anxiety. Sidebar number ninety eight. Right, we're not doing good today. <laughs> so are we gonna let's talk? Let's talk about Robert. We forgot where we were. We're talking about his first, the first body I was found. Okay, go. So the first body that was found uh, was by uh, construction workers near. I don't know how to say that road. Let's try it. I'm a Klutna. A Klutna. A Klunt. A Klutna. A Klunta. That sounds right. A Klutna. But there's no L. It doesn't matter. A Klutna. Try again. A Klutna uh, road. 
uh, the body was dubbed Aklutna Annie by the investigators because they never found the uh, identity of because the Jane body. Doe wasn't good enough. They always y'all yeah, gotta do so much. So when they found it, it was like half eaten. Um, because it's Alaska. Because it's Alaska, so you know a bear was like yum 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 yum. Uh, <laughs> bear noises. Because that's exactly what. <laughs> that's exactly what, that's what Alaskan <laughs> grizzlies sound like. A uh, yum yum yums. A uh, yum yum yums. Perfect. I'm so glad we did this. I feel like being in like third grade or like kindergarten when they'd hold up the flashcards of pigs and shit, and you're like, "What sound does a chicken make?" And you were like, "A mama." What sound does a cow make? Woosa. Like the fuck are you talking about? What sound does a bear make? Like you were just. I would have bullied you so bad, <laughs> kindergarten. Right. Every time you would walk by, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm. you're so stupid. <laughs> like you're so dumb. Do your parents not teach you anything? Come here with your fancy pressed <laughs> college goes, shirts. The bear goes, no, 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 no. You remember that- those toys where you pull the lever and the yeah, cow and it was like the Mc- old McDonald's farm thing with yeah. Mc- and the air would spin. He'd be like, you look like a num 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 num. I'm tired. <laughs> you got me sleepy. Uh, I never have coffee before this show. Anyways. Right. That's exactly why we're all over. That's exactly why we're like ADHD today. Um, Uh, Continue. I apologize. (laughs) Take it from the top. (laughs) So the body of the young woman was half eaten. The police suspected that it may have been um, one of the missing girls, I guess. So there was. There There was a few girls going missing. This is the thing about. See, there's something that Anchorage Police Department, because they ain't got shit else to do. It's Alaska. But uh, yell at the bears. Hey, can you can you can you leave my backyard, please? <laughs> but so what happened here is that Robert Hansen was running his running amok in Anchorage, mm-hmm. and people were realizing that some folks were missing. Like, hey, I hired Diamond to dance to the club on Wednesdays and Friday nights. She hasn't shown up in two weeks. Hmm. I'm not going to say anything, but her loyal customers started to notice, right. and so people were disappearing. And it's okay, and that's fine because there's sex workers but because the apd had nothing else to do they had opened up a case they started building a report that they thought there was a serial killer on the loose right. and at some point <laughs> like they started putting up flyers and putting out notification like hey um they started talking to sex workers talking to people who worked at uh, local strip joints even if they were cocktail waitresses like hey be careful. Be, you know, look out for each other. Don't go places alone. The fact, this is probably one of the only times in history that the police departments and prostitutes, or I'm sorry, sex workers and strippers were on the same page. Kind of, kind of. Where they were like, look, we know what you out here wiling out and doing because you need your money, but if you're going to do that, please let someone know where you are and let someone see you where you Again, go. Again, it's Anchorage, Alaska. There's nothing to do. You're taking away the entertainment, the fun times in the city these girls are providing for you so they're gonna care this time i mean i don't know As we don't know so many that we don't know what the relationship between the police officers and the they probably sex- go there like after work every day i mean it, uh, it, it's, it's anchorage. think about it it's anchorage like this is what they do it's anchorage and bro. that's why the cops kind of liked him too because it's a bakery probably got donuts from him there we'll is, talk about how <laughs> there, we'll talk about we'll talk about how bakeries and cops come together. I'm when telling you, we finally nabbed this bastard. So yeah, so they they start to think that this girl has to be one of the missing girls that they have been seeking after for so long. 
Uh, but due to the appalling conditions of her decomposed body, it was really hard to give it a positive idea of who she is. Hence why she was not Jane Doe, but a cut, a cut, a, a no, kill, a cl- Annie. Yeah. Just, a cut in a rope. Who named that? It's know. probably Native it's American or something. And yeah, we're probably yeah. disrespecting or, someone's yeah, like ancestor. They have the so natives there. I apologize. I'm not going to say Eskimo because that's problematic. Yeah, they're not. Eskimos. Anyways. That's people. Yeah. So later that year, they found the body of Joanne Ma- Messina. Uh, it was discovered in a gravel pit near, I don't know these names. Seaward. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and on September 12, 1982, hunters, stay out of the fucking woods. This, yeah. Like joggers, don't jog through Central Park between the hours of six to nine. Right. Hunters, stay out of the woods after, you know. Where, just, where just, are the hunters going to hunt if they don't hunt? Don't hunt. I'm not, a, I'm not <laughs> an avid hunter. I'm sure someone listening to this podcast is from like, you know, I don't know. Where do they hunt? New England, we were near us, and like California and like middle America. Like, I'm sure some. Yeah, New England, and like doing things like that. But like, I don't see the appeal. I mean, do you? But really, little bunnies, they're so cute. So on September 12th, they don't deserve. Hunters found a shallow grave. On the banks of the Nick River, I'm going to call I, it the Nick River, Kanik River, which borders right. Anchorage. The remains were identified as that of the 20 year old topless da- topless dancer Sherry Morrow. You better go topless. Dancers. Who had been reported missing a year earlier. She had been shot in the back three times. Cartridges found near the body suggest she had been shot with a. Two twenty three Ruger Mini fourteen hunting rifle. An odd feature that was. <laughs> Odd feature was that although the body was found fully closed, there was no bullet holes in the clothing, suggesting that Sherry had been shot when she was naked and had been redressed after death. He wanted to keep her warm. Oh, he was kind of considerate. No, he was. This is this is killers. Why was he? Why would he dress her? This is killers having fun down. with bodies, no. though. Some these are process and product killers. We've talked about these before. He's one of those people who are like he he was having sex with bodies post mortem as well. He wasn't just raping them while they were alive. So he was he was having his his way with them and like you know sometimes it's like it's a Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Like I'm gonna prop you up, dress you up to be something, you know. And it's a it's a it's a bit of a mess. Um. So either way, so Detective Glenn Falth of the Alaska State Troopers had been a part of this team investigating um, the discovery of the several of the bodies they had found around Anchorage Seaward, uh, and so now they had three bodies and they looked like one killer. And I love this because once they started piling up the bo- piling up the bodies, once the bodies mm-hmm. started piling up. Uh, the Anchorage Police Department did something that very few police departments do. Called FBI. The fucking Federal Bureau of Investigation, because we don't have the resources. We've never encountered a serial killer like this before. Let's find people who have been doing this, this, which never. Dean Coral's fucking Lily White ass was fucking shit up in Houston for years. years. Twenty nine of them, and they were like, "We'll keep this in house." Right, right. (laughs) But not Anchorage, Alaska. They're like, "I'm just bored enough." And there's such a time as this that we need to call in the FBI. So that makes me that makes. But that, listen, this is where Anchorage becomes problematic. Let's talk about one of his victims that got away, Cindy Paulson. This is true, but this is Cindy Paulson was a blessing, and it was. And what happened to she her was, was tragic, but Cindy yeah. Paulson. So this is what you want to talk about, Cindy Paulson. You can go ahead. Cindy Paulson uh, was the our two hundred dollar blowjob lady. Yes, and she, of course, you know, shit, two hundred dollars, and you're a sex worker. 
Easy just money. Just for a blowjob? I mean, I mean, don't I mean, don't judge her. Judge your stepmom. Y'all are out here doing it for free, and I know it. So it's whatever. I, I mean, could have gotten my bills paid if I. Okay. Never mind. I mean, but there, <laughs> there's a there is a safer, uh, more responsible and healthier way to earning money than this, and it's unfortunate that people are, you know, kind of. You know, put into a place where they have to do things like this, and uh, this is a social worker in me. Like, there, there are reasons behind it. Um, but there are some women that like to do it, and, there, and, but like the, and, and sex work is work, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the world's oldest profession. They, sex workers have been around since the beginning of time. Whether they were trading it for money, because we, the one day we decided that gold meant things on shiny rocks meant things one day, <laughs> and then we started trading for that, or we, they were trading for food. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, it's always been currency. Sex mm-hmm. has always been currency between male and female female to female male to male doesn't matter sex has always been currency because pleasure is something that humans crave so it's a thing so anyway that's my social worker tangent for the time being so cindy paulson is a girl as a woman who gets in his car puts a she put he puts a gun to his head and she's like this is what we're gonna do he takes her back (laughs) to his neighborhood and this is the problem Mm -hmm. is this is this is also early enough that (laughs) that he was not a pro at this Mm -mm. Took didn't blindfold her, tied oh. her up, took her back to a very pretty, a pretty nice suburban neighborhood that just what happened to be what his neighborhood right. to a house, a very you know nice you know middle middle class house, uh, middle class home, but it just happened to be his fucking home. Mm-hmm. And she was able to one identify the street that she was on, describe houses, then describe what was inside his house. Right. And he tied took her to the uh, the basement, right? Mm-hmm. The basement. Mm-hmm. Um. Tied her to a uh, hook from the ceiling and continued to have his way with her in any which way possible. And then he took a nap. Took a nap. <laughs> he was tired. It's very exhausting kidnapping. Think about abducting the, and the torturing and assaulting he, he people. He needed a nap. Maybe had some cookies, got his blankie. Oh, rape is so exhausting. I wish I could whoop his ass. Like, there are people, <laughs> you ever think, like, we make fun of him, but like, Yo, square up. Like, at some point, like, oh, so this is what you like to do. You like to prey on, you know, helpless folks. Well, like, it's that one of the pick on somebody your own size type thing. I'm like, come at me, bro. Oh, God, I wish I could punch everybody in the dick. Um, So he takes a nap. But not only that, he tells her, I'm going to take you to my cabin. And a cabin, which ended up just end up being, like, some kind of shitty boat shack. Yeah, like a shack. <laughs> like some meat sh- cutting shed somewhere across the uh, across the water right and again to this boat and this is where he would take these women he would take them out there mm-hmm. and like set them free just to shoot them down and so thank god that while he was he took her to this uh to the salomony airport Right. And while he was loading up the plane, she saw an opportunity to escape. So she climbed out of the back seat and through the driver's side door and ran. ran and smart in enough. Her panties, in her panties. In her panties. Just, and smart enough to leave her sneakers in the front seat of the car to show as evidence that she was there, which he had saw and got rid of. But, you know, Cindy she tried. was, Cindy was a, a, a worker, a sex worker, but, you know, her mom told her a few things and she listened. And that's why she left her shoe in there. No, you're absolutely right. It's one of those things where you, as as a sex worker, you need to you need to learn certain things. She that got are going the street smarts. You. That you were the, talking exactly, about. street smarts. There, are, my mother had taught me when I was a kid because you know she was pushing that like these are certain things to do if you ever get kidnapped. If someone ever tries to hurt you, these are the senses. Like, get your keys, stab them in the eye or the neck. You take them down. Like, if you can't reach there, if you're on the ground and you can't reach any kind of vital organs, stab them in the back of the knee. Like, things like that, that you would have to learn to take down someone bigger than you. 
Like, if you're not, if you can't take them down within 30 seconds, you're going to lose that fight. Like, that is, well, for future reference, guys, if you're fighting someone bigger than you, remember that. If you, if you can't take them out within 30 seconds, you've probably lost already. Like, understand <laughs> that. Like, if you haven't taken them down, crippled them. <laughs> aim low, aim low. Aim, actually, aim pretty high. Like, um, if you're trying to just, if you're trying to disable and run away, uh, yeah, feel free to kick them in the balls. That's what I'm saying. Or kick them in the side of the knee. Uh, anything to, Shin? yeah, cut it, cut an Achilles if you're on the floor. Oof. Like, hey, Sorry, fuck got, you, got, bro. If you're attacking me, all bets are off. What I get to live and you have to learn how to walk again, but I bet you next time you won't run up on somebody you don't know. Like, that's, but it doesn't matter. So she gets away and she f- gets into the middle of the road mm-hmm. and she gets, she's able to wave down a truck. A truck. And a nice, the nice truck, which makes me nervous. This is why I hate people because my first thought was like, you're, what just, if he's... you're handicapped and in your underwear, you're yeah. handicapped, you're handicapped, you're handcuffed uh-huh. and in your underwear and you're just a stranger on a road. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, people are trashing up, but he was good enough he to bring her good. to a hotel that she asked to be taken to. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to her actual hotel apartment. But this truck driver, instead of just leaving her to about herself and to her own uh, madness, gets to work and calls the Anchorage Police Department. Right. So less than two hours after she made her escape, the police uh, arrived to uh, Hanson's home because she told the police that it was Hanson. Mm-hmm. Um, they're confronted by a man who matched her description exactly. Of course. <laughs> the police <laughs> informed Hanson of the nature of the allegations that had been made against him, and he just looked bewildered astonished surprised like who me pizza face never i, I could a, never would never what are i you have talking a family about? i have a bakery they would never i'm just sitting here popping my pimples he was popping pimples so he, so now not only that they have they have cause mm-hmm. uh to kind of search his, his house, house and they find all the things that she said that she said right everything there. Described it to a T, described him to a T, described the inside of his car to a T. And because they thought he looked too nice and as a baker, he couldn't be dangerous, let this motherfucker go. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) His wife and his kids were in Europe. He went down. He spoke to the police. He was cooperative. Everything was great, okay? Everything was fine. I would never. I bake you motherfuckers donuts. Exactly. I would never. And they let him go. They let him go, and uh, but remind you in the background while all these things were happening, FBI is, is looking for is looking for this killer and putting together a criminal profile, which is something that's fairly new, to be honest. Um, it was something that was fairly new. They were trying to find because they're studying behaviors and patterns, and so they started to do this, and they started looking for a killer, and they figured that this killer would be an experienced hunter. With Bingo. low self-esteem, Ding. <laughs> a history of being rejected by women, Ding. and would be compelled to keep souvenirs of his murders, Ding. such as a victim's jewelry. Ding. He also suggested, uh, the uh, FBI investigator Roy Hazelwood, that the assailant might have a speech impediment or a stutter. Ding, 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 ding. Who the fuck does that sound like? Oh, by the way, he might also have a plane. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, people? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> So with all these things, supported by uh, Paulson's testimony and Hazelwood's profile, uh, <laughs> investigators and the APD secured a warrant to search Hansen's plane, cars, and home. And on October 27th, 1983, I have a friend who was born that day, actually. Um, 
Investigators uncovered jewelry belonging to some of the missing women, as well as an array of firearms and a corner hideaway of Hanson's attic. But the biggest find, because you can't do right because it's too much like wrong, <laughs> was an aviation map with at least, I think it was 46 mark, X marks uh-huh. on it. Hidden and behind Hanson. marks the spot, I guess. <laughs> and, and when searching these places, they started to find the bodies. <laughs> No shit. It's like, so when confronted with the evidence found in his home, Hanson denied it as long as he could, but eventually began to blame the women and try to justify his actions. Eventually confessing to each item of evidence as it was presented to them, he admitted a spree of attacks against Alaskan women starting all the way back in 1971. His earliest victims were young women, usually between the ages of 16 and 19, and not the prostitutes and strippers who led to his discovery. Right. And so also <laughs> This is my this is my problem. So in the documentary that I was watching, mm-hmm. when they were looking, when they were kind of watching him before they got the uh, the arrest warrant secured, he had he said he was going in to get donuts for the uh, for the department. If you are investigating somebody who is might be a suspect for murder, rape, and kidnapping, and disappearances of people. Why are you going to line his pockets by paying for donuts at his bakery? Why well, I tell you about police officers and donuts? This is why he didn't get captured the first time. Homeboy, homeboys really got on this camera and started talking like, because what he said, he said he got there and it says that he was really nervous and that he was making eye contact with Robert the entire time. And he was, and he said that he knew he was nervous because he kept, he was frosting a cake in the window, but he was frost, he kept frosting his thumb. Because he was that nervous. He was visibly nervous. And he was like, yeah, as soon as I saw, I knew we had had him. And I'm like, but you still got a donut. Went to the bakery to get donuts. You paid a killer. Cops and donuts. You paid the killer you're investigating. You think he's, you said, oh, we got him, but you also gave him $20. You know what they could have done? Taking him in and just take the donut. And then that's too much like wrong. It's thieving, but whatever, please. I mean, whatever. But <laughs> wrong, they shoot us. So look. <laughs> but either way, it was just one of those things that annoyed the fuck out of me. I was like, really? You're like, oh, we got you now, sucker. And By the way, let me get um, let me get two chocolate glazed. Um, I need three. Is that is that Bavarian cream or is that Boston? This cream? is just for your bond. This is gonna go through. Right. To I your need bond. two glazed uh, jelly fill. Is that raspberry? Is that grape? Let me get actually let me get both. Is that apple cinnamon fill? Cinnamon sugar. Let me get actually you know what? We're gonna make it twenty four. Make it two bakers. I don't know if I would trust a donut because you might he might have used some of the pus in the glaze. Like I don't know if I would He at this point there were also scars though. There um, he was no longer I'm sure everyone gets a- pimples, but I'm sure he's not he doesn't have huge pimples. like no. no one's pimples are the size of like nipples anymore. Like that's <laughs> not a thing. He could there are definitely people like adults with full on acne though. So you don't know. I mean I've well, that doesn't matter. We that, saw pictures though. He was fine. You, <laughs> he you was, saw his mugshot. Yeah, he yeah. was his. He had he had cleared up quite a bit, but he still had the scars. Yeah, and he had. Scars. Everyone thinks acne scars are like terrible. Some of them are just like little pock marks all mm-hmm. over your face. Some of them they're like reddish. They're always going to be there, and that's unfortunate. But you know, that's what God has chosen for your life. And I don't know what you did in the past life, but here we are. <laughs> um, do you do you, fam? So. <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you take the top. I'm trying to sip the rest of this coffee out of this. <laughs> you know I stay losing my place when we go off on tangents. Anyways. Imprisonment. <laughs> like, arrest. <laughs> like, this is what happens after you get caught by the FBI. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's not true, James Comey. But we're over here, you get caught up. 
<laughs> so um, they they got the map and they started to dig up, uh, you know, people and got the bodies. Uh, uh, did he lead them? He led some of them to the bodies as well. Well, yeah. yeah so you're going to give them up hoping well. for some leniency, like, because you're going to lean the fact that it's their fault. I was never loved. As a, they, never, they never offered to lick my tip when I was younger and they never did anything for me. So I became a baker and then I got mad at strippers one day and here we are. But if you just take a few years off my sentence, I will totally tell you where the remains of these 17 women are. And I mean, he did. He did, and that's my impression of Robert Hansen. I don't know what he sounded like. I didn't see any interviews, <laughs> if he did any. But right. he sounds like a whiny, pizza-faced teenager all of his life. Right. So on February 27th, on 84, he was brought before the Superior Court judge. Uh, the court judge was Ralph Moody at the Anchorage... Turn up. <laughs> Anchorage to what? Anchorage State Courthouse. Um, he pled, uh, pled guilty to the form murders and 13 that he hadn't been formally charged with so she he was only charged with four of the murders out of the 17 women. out of 17 and actually now that i recently they just said they're still finding bodies oh yeah they're still yeah, they're, they're still, still finding there was bodies, like so. it's uh it's possibly up to, up 30, to 30 or 40 yeah. women that he yeah. could have uh he could have killed but he was he was charged with the murder of four women that's sherry morrow that's mm-hmm. joanna messina mm-hmm. a clinton annie the one that they don't know who the name is. Right, and Paula Goulding. But he was also charged with the kidnapping and rape of Cindy Paulson as right. well. Um, so uh, they said during the court hearing he showed absolutely no remorse. Of course not. And he was charged with 461 years uh, plus life. So not getting out. <laughs> Without the possibility of parole. Um, he was... Uh, this The sentences and conviction happened in... Less than three hours. I mean, it's easy. I mean, he, I mean, he said wh- he's guilty. Why the hell not? He was like, look, I'm pointing you to bodies. He showed them 17 grave sites, sites, 12 of which the police had no fucking idea about. Yeah. They were like, and so they're like, oh, you're so guilty. And he was like, but leniency. And 500 years seems pretty lenient to me. <laughs> I mean, they don't have the death sentence in Alaska. I feel like Alaska would have been the places that. One of the no, Alaska is one of those. You know, like it's one of those like very low populated states. Mm-hmm. The biggest state in the United States, trivial fact. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's Texas, but Alaska is l- literally half the yeah, size yeah, of the yeah, United yeah. States. It's like right. huge. Um, it's just up in the tail end, and this tells you how map drawers are. But um, no, it's not a thing. Like I don't think they had this, the death sentence there. I think it was it's it was reserved mainly for the American South for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, had he crossed state lines, like, but this this thing with being in Alaska, if he'd gone to California to run and then raped and murdered people, mm-hmm. it would be a different story, right? You know, but it's the fact he stayed there. I mean, he stayed in his place, kind of not stayed in his place, but <laughs> doesn't matter. So either so, way, yeah, 2014. On August 21st, Robert Hansen would die. Popping a pimple in jail. Um, actually, they said it was It was undisclosed. undisclosed. He had some, he had some long-term health issues and they eventually took his ass out. And I wish I could find more. I could not find more about his time in prison. Yeah, there's nothing really. But like, that's what happens sometimes. You go to prison if he was like in solitary, if he was in confinement, um, or if he was, you know. I never, I always feel when it's like an undisclosed illness, it's always like HIV and they don't want to say it. Well, it's all, but it also depends on the the time. But I think that um, 
there's there's a privacy aspect to uh hiv too yeah that you, like even a, even a prisoner you still have rights right um yeah. no, no that's what i'm saying right like, hipaa is still a thing even when you're in prison so it's like you can't just tell everybody yeah so aids complications but you know what they it's, do it's a new age and hiv and aids is not the death sentence that it used to be right, but like back then like just thinking about no, well he 2014. I just, it's weird it's to me that they're just, you're right, it's recently. So I don't know why they wouldn't say it if it was just Well, the case. they wouldn't, they they couldn't say you it. You find out when it's other people, it's like, oh, he died of pneumonia. Well, that's it's why pneumonia. I'm weird. But yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't be so but, taboo. But I, mean, I don't know if it's taboo, but also the other side of it is that what if no one really gave a fuck? Like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> No one cared that Robert Hansen was sick. Like it was like, ah, oh, you know, he might have pancreatic cancer, and we're like, they okay, didn't look into it. like okay, okay, and <laughs> like we take him to the hospital because we have to treat him. We can't let him die. I in just a cell, feel like but... in like 2014, an undisclosed illness is such a weird thing. Like, it is a thing, but you know what? It's also it's also like what gets out. Who's checking for it? Mm-hmm. Like the major story wasn't that what he died of. It's the fact that this serial killer died because he was a serial killer in Alaska. Like. Alaska. People in Connecticut. I didn't know he existed until two weeks ago. Right. So it's like... All right, that was a weird Google search. I was like, oh, let's do this one. He hunted people like deer. Let's, let's do it. Which is, I mean, it's just a fun way to... Oh, fun. I mean, we had a lot of things to make fun of him about. I mean, I like... I, I don't... I mean, there are, there are better... There are ways to make fun and insult people without attacking the way they look oh. because I think it's I think it's the but lowest deserves, hanging fruit. But he, but he deserves. deserves. He like, deserves. He deserves. Like, he deserves every terrible thing we've said about him. Yeah. But you know what the fucked up part about all this was? I was laying in my bed last night knowing we were going to record today and I was like, but how good were his cakes? Like, it was one of those... <laughs> I was like, seriously, he was such a popular guy, such a popular baker. Like, no one had a clue about his double life. But he had to be an extraordinary baker. Listen, he sent his wife and his kids to Europe while he was doing this at one point. How much money? He had a plane. Like, I know people who make six figures, like, high six figures who don't own a plane. Yeah. Like, even a small plane is expensive. I mean, maybe a small plane is about the Maybe it's the price of a car. Maybe it might. Maybe having a small plane is like. Oh, I wonder if the bakery eighty-five thousand dollars. Of course not. Why not? Because the owner of the bakery is dead. So there are other. He owners went to could, prison. There are other owners that could take over. It's like, this, what do you mean? Look, it's this, what do you mean? What do I mean? The same reason that people don't move into houses when people have been murdered in them usually because some people. you can't. I mean, there was a two thousand thirteen and what was that guy? The guy who just randomly uh, killed homegirl, her friend, and the daughter. I don't remember kidnapped the daughter. I don't think the, the daughter lived. Um, I, <laughs> I remember the story, but it's like people moved into that house four years afterward. Like last year, they moved into that house. I'm telling you. And I'm like, I would move it. Oh hell yeah, I'd move I, into I a house. I feel like you would be uh, the person. Um, not even because I'm fucked up, but because pricey. <laughs> See, I knew it. If I can get a three bedroom home for like. Thirty percent below market value. They'll be cleaning up bloodstains. Like, it's fine. No, they it's they would fine. do. That. I'm I sure know. the I'm real kidding. estate, the whoever owns the home would do that to yeah. make sure it's as marketable as possible. But everyone, all my neighbors were like, Are you, "Do you know what happened here?" Um, absolutely, I did a podcast about it. How do you think <laughs> I can afford this? Like, <laughs> the murder happened right here. He'll give out tours on top of it. Mm-hmm. We're here. I'm not gonna get married anytime soon, or if I do, they're gonna be like, "Really? Like, just go to the fucking skating rink or whatever kids do now. Go to the soda parlor." <laughs> And let me give my tours, damn it. You want to go to college, don't you? So like, what the fuck? What, what are you, a dad from 1950? I'm stuck in this. Oh, this look where we were, where we started. The soda parlor. Go down to, where do kids hang out? The mall? Like, I go hang know. out the mall. Like, where did you know. hang out when you were a kid? Because we hung I, out. I couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere. 
Well, I could go places, but no, I played basketball like... and stuff. So I I met friends through like sports. No, no, I did I did stuff too. I didn't was a sports, but I did gymnastic, piano, all that stuff. But like we couldn't go anywhere. Like my mom wasn't about that life. No, I I think we hung out at the mall. Like no, I saw. My mom movies. would never let me go to the mall. This was like an average argument. Like. Movie theaters, mall, she wouldn't let me go. No, I remember. Who's the parent? No parent, you're not going. I remember my first, like, movie with my friends, like, on my own, doing my own thing. I remember seeing Saw, because I was 17 and I could buy my own rated R ticket. And this is, I I was raised in a crazy Christian home. Mm -hmm. So this was like, this was like a major step towards adulthood. And I sat in it. I remember I I went hella crazy at the concession stand. I bought popcorn, Reese's Pieces. I had like pretzel bites. I was like sitting there loaded up. You were living your best life. Had to piss like a racehorse the entire movie (laughs) because I got the biggest drink possible. But you couldn't tell me nothing. And I was like, Jigsaw's like, you want to play a game? I was like, I do. All night. But first, I have to empty my bladder. But that's Robert Christian Hansen, everybody. Yes, yes, that's Robert. We went on 67 side tangents, and but this is what this we is, are. This is literally the best week. You came for this. You came for our tangents. <laughs> that's what you came for. They came. This this is worse, because this is coffee-fueled. And, and also, to be honest, I haven't eaten since noon. So <laughs> I haven't eaten since, like, 2. It's 10 p.m. <laughs> and do you know where your children <laughs> I'm are? I'm going to carry on with a Red Bull and go to work. I mean, yeah, I've got some food in the fridge that I'm about to tear up once you uh, leave. I'm about to go. I've got homework to do. We're doing good today. I have to leave in like 10 minutes. Well, let's wrap this up. Where can people find you, D? It's D, D E E underscore L I G H T. That's like four on Instagram and Twitter. And that's about it because I'm not giving you the rest. Where can they find your voice? They could hear me every uh, Wednesday. I almost forgot what day it was. Miércoles in Spanish. Almost forgot because that podcast has been a mess too because we've been on different days. But every Wednesday's on unspokencitizen.com. Well, that's a site. We have a site, but on Unspoken Citizen, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and all the good stuff, you can hear my podcast. Uh, it's political, it's funny, and we make you laugh. Right. So you can find me. In three places. That's Twitter, ask. that's Instagram, and Snapchat. It's all one name. It's at Charnel B. It's C-H-A-R-N as in Nancy, as in Nasty, E-I-L-B. <laughs> Find me there. Please do. I live, I tell everyone, I live on the timeline. I live but for social media. he definitely media. doesn't live on Snap, so don't even waste your time. But he No, I love Twitter. looking at, I don't, I like looking at your snaps. So if you guys live exciting lives, let me watch. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm just too busy to do anything really exciting. I'm just out here drinking water, saving money, and being celibate, whatever. Uh, you can find me every uh, Tuesday, especially this Tuesday, uh, at What About Your Friends? It is, uh, it's a podcast about everything. Really, it's whatever's taking up space in your head. And just uh, check me out there. Uh, you can find that podcast on Twitter, um, at W-A-Y-F po- underscore podcast on Instagram at W-A-Y-F podcast. Listen to there. Um, I talk a lot more than I do here and all the side tangents are basically that show. Right. But also follow us, follow what did you do, um, on Twitter and on Instagram at what did you do pod and email us at what did you do, uh, what did you do pod at gmail.com. If you guys have cases you'd like to hear us cover, if you have cases in your hometown that you want to hear us investigate, cause I'm really looking to dig deep in these next upcoming episodes. I have access to a very large virtual library now and I am, my brain is itching to dig on serial killers, mental illnesses, um, towns oh. and places. Yeah. I'm a student now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was trying to piece it together. So I'm just I'm just excited to uh to be able to dig deep and 
I have access to all these things now, and I'm like, I'm so ready. So if you have things, email us, tweet us, uh, find us on Facebook, What Did You Do Podcast. We're all over the place. I really have anything else to say. Um, don't hunt uh, and kill people. Keep your hands clean. Keep your minds clean. Keep your thoughts pure. Um, I'm not praying for you for that, but I think you should know it already. D, how do you want to say bye? Later, homies. That works. Deuces, deuces. Deuces.